How are we doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media. That's right, I'm coming at you doing my own intro this week. Mackenzie will be back later in the episode, at the end of the episode, doing the rundown of the shameless plugs. That's kind of her job here right now, and it's also her job to do the intros most of the time. But I wanted to ask you today, I had to ask, what do you think of the Mackenzie bit? Like, I'm sure most of you have got it who have listened to the podcast and heard the McKenzie character being in there. I, I think it's a lot of fun having someone else's voice in the podcast, especially someone like Mackenzie. I think it's kind of awesome. So that's a whole thing I've done. I've added it in. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you dig it. I hope you are digging your spring. Actually, you know what? Before we get into spring, let me know if you like all kidding aside, let me know if you dig the McKenzie character or not, or if you think that's kind of stupid. Now, how is your spring? How are you doing with spring, man? We're having a quick melt here. It is April 15th, the day I'm recording this part of the episode. I'm going to get into the rest of the episode here in a minute. But man, it is already warm, man. We have had 70 degree days here in my part of Vermont. What do you think about that? In fact, I haven't had the chance to swing over to go do a hike up a whale back and ski back down after the season because they closed at the end of March. And I might miss my opportunity to do so, which will also screw up my trying to get one day a month for all of 2023. I'm not sure how it's going to affect it in the end. I don't know if I'm actually going to pull that off. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> uh, because, you know, Ski Rex Media, it's, it's been a little rough here not to be a whiner. And we get into whining later in the uh, episode as well with a couple of the interviews. But, you know, it got a little busy here and I lost track of things, which is why we've missed a couple of things, why this episode took so long and got broken up into three parts. But before I explain those three parts, let me tell you about my partners, which I always do here. I will tell you about Whaleback Mountain. Now, yes, Whaleback Mountain did close at the end of March, but that doesn't mean they are closed up for good. Obviously, you can't ski lest you can get some of the little bits of snow that might be up there. Or if you have grass skis or rock skis or whatever you have, of course, you could do that. But they are going to be around all summer. That's right. Whaleback doesn't stop. There's always something going on on over there whether it's the disc golf course that they have going on over there whether it's the sand volleyball court they have going on over there and the league that goes along with it whether it's some kind of event whether it be music whether it be summer camps whether they're doing your wedding are you going to have your wedding you could have it at whaleback they'll take care of all that that's right whaleback doesn't stop very conveniently located right off the i-89 enfield new hampshire it's so easy to get to so super accessible you will love Love it. I love Whaleback. Whaleback Mountain. Ski it to believe it and invent it to believe it during the summer. Also, how would you like to have your own set of custom skis or a custom snowboard? Of course you would. You want to choose your length. You want to choose your width. You want to choose your graphics. You want to choose everything. And St. Custom Skis and Snowboards in Gorham, New Hampshire can help you with that. They make custom skis and snowboards. They've been on the podcast. Shout out to KJ. He was a guest on the podcast and told us all about it. He's even making a set of skis for Ski Rex Media. It will be unique and it will be the only one of its kind. And get in touch with them during the summer might be your best bet man get them while they're hot and we'll get it while it's hot outside and then get it before the season starts kj might be able to take care of that for you give them a call and see what they have to say tell them what you're thinking and they'll help you out saint custom skis and snowboards in gorm new hampshire saintskis.com if you'd like to get in contact with them i'm sure they'll appreciate it now the three parts that i have for this episode had to be recorded all at 
different times. Why? Because I have for you today three different interviews with four different children. That's right. We're doing another teen and tween episode. Do you remember the one we did last year? Well, I'm doing it again this year. And this year, again, I had trouble getting everybody to be available on the same day. Kids have a lot of extracurriculars. Kids have a lot to do. The kids can be busy too, right? Especially these kids, because this season we're talking to competitive ski kids. These kids race in some discipline, whether it be skiing disciplines or a snowboarding discipline. We have skiers and a snowboarder this year. That is correct. Now, I didn't know what order to put them in. I just didn't know that because, and I say it throughout the interviews, uh, throughout the episode, you hear it in the interviews, I don't know what order they're going to be in. Well, now I do. You see, I went online and found a little random name picker, a random item picker, and I put in the three names. I know there were four kids, but I put in three place markers and it, I had I had chance. I had fate pick their order. So if you are part of their family or one of their friends and you're looking for someone specific, this is the order it's going in. Brooke from IG daughter of Brian from IG. We all know Brian. He's been on the podcast as well. And Brooke was on the episode last year and she is back to tell us about her racing, her her time racing this season. She went from recreational to racing for school. Then Aiden and Asher also from the episode last year have returned because they were able to race this season as well. A couple of our boys from up here in New England. I mean, Brooke is from New England, but she's from Mass. Those boys are in New Hampshire and new to the program. The new Ski Rex Media kid fan. Um, and yes, those other three kids are fans of Ski Rex Media. Um, but Charlotte, whom I met in January at the King Pine and Gunstock trip, um, and the biggest fan of the High Viz Vest, which we also get into at the end of her interview, she is on this talking about competitive snowboarding, and it's all different. It could be school, it could be local ski club, it could be national or regional competition. It's a whole thing. So that's the order they go in. Brooke, then Aiden and Asher, then Charlotte. So if you're looking for someone in particular you'll you now you know about where they'll end up and again they talk about all the different stuff they have to do and it's different for all of them some things are the same some of it is different um it feels to me like a lot of it's different and not just the difference between the skier the skiers and the snowboarder it just feels like because they all compete at different levels again school national regional local club whatever it is so they all have some insight into what that's like especially from a teen and tween point of view we have an 11 year old a 12 year old a 13 year old and 14 year old that's right i got them right up the line from teen into tween right right so let's get into the interviews i've babbled on long enough we start with brooke we go on to aiden and asher and then we go on to charlotte nobody's better than anybody i didn't put anybody i'm not playing favorites or anything like that stop it with that silliness and i make that awful joke too you know there's a lot of jokes in these interviews that just didn't land I, I feel kind of awful. I think I kind of sucked for some of these. I won't lie to you, but just because I think I suck doesn't mean it won't be interesting and you won't have a lot of fun. So here we go. Let's get into it with the teens and tweens, fans of Ski Rex Media, the youngest fans of Ski Rex Media, and I will come back around at the end to give you a nice send off. What do you say? Enjoy the show. The kids episode continues. The teens and tweens continue. And again, I don't know what order they're going to be in because I've gotten them all separately. But this is the second one I'm talking to. The very first one we talked to last season. Miss Brooke, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am dandy like a lion as best as I can be. So when we talked to Brooke last time, you were 12, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you are 13 now. Correct. Got it. Okay, so she's the one who aged up. Not by much, a year, obviously, because it was only last year. But since then, now last time we talked about recreational skiing and what that was like for the kids, and you're still doing that. You're still going out whenever you can. You're still going out with your dad. You're still doing the whole thing. I did. Okay. But you've since, since last year, because this year we're talking about competitive, and what's that like for kids? So you are competitively skiing this year. Yes, I've started racing um, this year, and it has been really fun. Awesome. Now, do you, is this like solo racing? Is it ski team? Is it school ski team? What, what, what are you doing? I'm doing Alpine ski team. Okay. And that's for your school? Yes. Awesome. So Alpine now, Alpine has a whole bunch of different disciplines. Which ones do you participate in? Do you prefer any of the above? None? (laughs) I do slalom and giant slalom. But I prefer Giants Forum. It's when um, you go around the bigger gates. Totally. Oh, yeah. I think I think most folks who, who follow racing or at least watch it sometime know GS uh, and know Slalom. Can you beat Schifrin yet or no? Absolutely not. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Because she is the Slalom queen. She's the queen of everything. She has all the records. It's whatever. But we're not talking to her today. She's too old today. She's almost 30 for crying out loud. We're talking to the kids. So let me ask you then, you have your racing, you have school, you have extracurriculars. Now, this is one of the reasons it was impossible, not impossible, but very hard for me to get all the kids together between school and friends and family and parents and racing. How do you do it as a little kid? Well, I how I do it is I get a good like time sleeping and then in the morning i'm really energized so by the time i get all that stuff done i'm still not completely exhausted so when i do my seven hours of school after two and a half hours of racing i'm still alive you're still alive that seems yes. so much now for, and I was asking the, uh, the last person, cause we haven't talked to the boys yet. We've only talked to two girls so I far think- or, and again, I don't know what order they're going to be on in the program. I'm just going to let, uh, I'm just going to throw the dice and see what happens. Whoever comes up first gets first. Um, but, uh, we were talking to her and we were, we were, we were saying, dude, what kind of like pressures do you feel like? Yeah. She said the same thing. She, she doesn't sleep. So it's whatever. So you got two different things here. Plus she snowboards, but we could talk about that too if you want. But um, she she has energy to spare this kid. This kid has energy to burn. And you obviously do too. If you could take it up, it doesn't wear you out. It doesn't kick the, the, the stuffing out of you. Nothing? No, it does not. Even with school. Okay, then. So what what does a, what does this, what did this season hold for you? This was your first season, right? Yes. Okay, so were you traveling away from home far? Were you only going to the your local mountain? Were you only going somewhere? <laughs> um, Mo, my school has only been going to their local mountain, Berkshire East. Okay. And the whole season, individuals and champ champs, we've been at Berkshire East. So okay. it's, it's been a fun time. So you've been very local then. You're not on a 
Now, mm-hmm. is your team a travel team ever, or are you just going to be stuck home? We're going to be stuck home. Okay. But it's still a lot of fun, though. You, you're still having a good time, at least. Yeah. My teammates are lots of fun. Excellent. skiing with them. Now, I know you know Berkshire East pretty well. Does that give you an advantage? Like, when they set up the, the you know, when they set up the course... You already know the trail. Like, do, do, do you? Do, does it? Does, are you? Are you cheating? I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I guess a little I'm bit cheating. of cheating. <laughs> Not it. cheating. It's just advanced knowledge. That's different. Ask Tom Brady. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> I just I see that. Look, I'm trying to make stupid jokes, and I just lost my train of thought. Back to my notes. Okay, so Berkshire East. You know the course. All that stuff. You have a lot of fun. Now, do you want to keep it going? Like you're 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 13, you're in school doing it. Is this just gonna be a school thing or are you gonna try and move on? Like, do you want to end up at Burke Academy or or the Killington Mountain School or even Mount Snow Academy? I know you go there fairly frequently. Are you looking to continue or is this just a school activity for you? Well, I'm looking forward to doing it in college, but I don't want to do, like, a mountain race team. Okay. So you would like to continue competitively into the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's something that's interesting to me. A lot of people would immediately be thinking, even though going, you know, to college is fine and going up through the NCAA is great, um, thinking about what it's like to go beyond college and into pro. Now, are but you're just thinking to, to college. That's very interesting to me. Like, would you ever consider? Do you even does going pro even come into your mind? And I, I again, I, it, when kids do it, it, it could mean so many different things. What 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 is it for you? Well, if I get good enough, then I'll really think about going pro. But I think it'd be awesome to go pro. So, <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, I hope you get to go pro if you really, really <laughs> want to. I hope you just do well in school. Um, for your school racing now, when are, how does, well, how does your dad deal with it? Is he a sideline dad? Is he trying to coach too much? What's he doing? Shout out to her dad, Brian from Instagram. I love Brian. He knows that, but is he too much? Is he not enough? When it comes to skiing, um, (laughs) he's like really hyped up, like, really hyped up he's not like coach dad he's like hyped up dad <laughs> so has he has he been able to again i don't know the schedule of uh, your race schedule what kind of what time i'm assuming it's let's see trainings after school and i'm assuming races are on the weekends i would guess yeah races are every tuesday and thursdays oh so weekdays okay fair enough but again in the afternoon or evening yeah um, the races go to five to six thirty, and you have to be at the mountain at like we have to be at the mountain like three thirty. Awesome! So you're you're racing under the lights then during the season. That's kind of cool, no? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. It's, so it's really fun. Oh, I can imagine. Now th- this is where I was going with that. Again, I I don't know your dad's schedule either, but when he has he gotten to your races and does he make himself noticeable as in is he the guy being the loudest cheering the loudest whatever any of that yes he does make it to my races and every time i come down that mountain i can hear him screaming awesome so he totally 100 percent supports you then yes 
Okay. So you got the support, you got the know-how, um, the, the ski Rex media fans who have skied with you. I haven't yet. I haven't skied with your dad yet either, but, and I will get there. I promise I'm, I'm getting there. We still have plenty <laughs> of seasons. You guys are young. Actually, your dad's a little older than me, but that's fine. Um, not by much, though, only by like two years. Uh, but I've heard from the other guys who skied with you at Big Snow. You know what you're doing. You have it. From your from moving from recreational to competitive, what was that like? What was that jump for you? Again, you're 13 years old. You're just skiing around, having fun on a typical day at age 12. And now at age 13, you're lining up in, in the shack and coming down, hit gates. What's that like? Like, was it a big difference? Did you care? Did you not care? Did it scare you? Um, it did scare me, and it was a pretty big difference to going on some three-pound skis to 50-pound skis that hurt your ankles a lot. Okay. And then, um, punching, punching things down when you're going down a mountain. That, that's a pretty big Punching things down. This sport is a little more violent than I remember. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, but not actually punching them down, but, like, hitting the gates while you're going down. So you're, like... Hitting things on purpose. Yes, now I see what you mean. Yes, for those who watch, that whack is them hitting the the gates, and you can see the gate move. Um, for those who aren't a hundred percent sure about it, and I'm not going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. This kid knows far more. <laughs> She's participating. She knows more. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm just a fool watching on TV or at the mountain when I'm at Whaleback watching those kids. You know. I've, I've been invited I, I've, I've gone and seen those kids train um private school kids some of them ski academy kids others you know local kids whatever it is um so your transition was great a little scary um a little different with the equipment a little different with the scheduling does it take the like you're having fun racing still do you think the racing not that it's a job it's not a job but now it's becoming almost a responsibility you think it's going to take the fun out of it for you Absolutely not. Skiing and racing will never not be fun for me. This has become like my favorite hobby in the world. Excellent. My favorite, so, favorite. so you're going until forever. Absolutely. Correct. Awesome. So if she can go further, great. If not, that's fine too. She'll still be doing recreational, which is what we the rest which is what we could all hope for. And the reason I ask that, that's because that's something I always wanted to ask a professional, an adult, you know, has the fun gone away? Is it just a job? Now you're long before that. You're at the point where it's gonna be fun no matter what until but you don't foresee it becoming a job. You're gonna have fun forever. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun forever it's never gonna be a job for me that's good and i i hope it doesn't become a job for you ever at all i want you to have fun forever um with it so it's never going to become a job for you and that is awesome i am happy to hear it and i hope it never does um are you looking to um are you looking to i don't know you're not getting arrogant are you you're not like dude i'm so good no, I'm I'm not like a class uh, ski mate. I'm not going to say his name, but he's really cocky, like oh. really cocky. Oh, so you have some of them on your team then. Mm-hmm. Now, do you deal with them? Do you let the coaches deal with them? Do you ever say something that I'm not going to let you say on here because no cussing? <laughs> um, sometimes I tell him to like stop being so cocky and then he gets even more cockier. Oh, <laughs> of course. 
because that's what boys do. Boys, don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Boys will be boys, but don't be stupid, boys. Come on. You got you guys. Trust me, I've been arrogant. It's it's not a fun time. Well, that's good then. I don't want I, I don't want to hear you're getting arrogant either. But how good have you been doing? How well did you place? Like, well, first, how how at your level in the school level are you um uh uh like is it point standing? Is it wins? What what is it? What's the scoring? Um, the scoring is points for each person on your team. And if you get twenty eighth place or above, it goes twentieth place one one point and thirtieth not thirtieth, well um twenty eighth <laughs> place one point and first place twenty eight points. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so it's reverse of what it is, sounds like. Mm-hmm. If I'm understanding. Yeah. All right, cool. So where did you land then? And then how is that at the I'm I'm guessing the season's over, right? Yeah, the season's over. We're on to softball now. Okay, cool. Um, then how how did you place, or it, it, do you not get placed? Or is it just you rack up your points and that's it? How does that work? Like, are you, you know what I mean? Go ahead. In, yeah, in the races, I usually place thirtieth to twentieth. Okay, depends on how many kids there are, and usually there's like ninety kids, ninety oh, ninety five wow. kids, and yeah. all of all at your age. Now you're not like racing mm-hmm. high school seniors, are you? Yeah, we're racing high school seniors. You are? Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Wait, how is that fair? High school seniors are bigger and stronger than you. So then what is that like? Like when you, you're going up against a senior classman or class woman, depending on how who we are talking to and what we're talking about, but you're going up against a senior and this person has been skiing likely for a while, longer than you by age, obviously. Um bigger than you stronger than you um what is that like like do you care or or is it intimidating or is it um, what is it it's a little scary if for your like first race and then you start to figure out they only ski once a week and compared to us we ski every single day okay. for practice and they only practice one time a week and if they do practice when they do practice they're held with much like not as steep as what we race on so they go like slower down so oh so you have an advantage by having a bit better training then mm-hmm. oh that's good see i was kind of worried about that because you know age doesn't mean better just bigger likely not always i know that there are some people who are 17 and 18 who are your size that's great i know some people who are your age and as big as me um good for them my niece is your age and she can almost look me in the eyeballs i'm six foot tall so there you go um <laughs> so yeah it's all different i get that but i it's all about fairness kids and i don't want anybody to not play fair i don't i don't like that you know i mean unless you're cheating for the fun of it in like a game of monopoly but that's a whole other thing um <laughs> awesome dude i i don't know it sounds great man like when your dad told us he told us all in the in the chat we have um, the adults and he, he said you were racing everybody was excited to see how you did are you happy with how you placed at through um <clears throat> excuse me through the season i'm really happy how i placed through this season i thought of me getting in the 90s since it's like my first time racing sure. but as since i went down my first one i got 28th place okay first race. all right not i mean hey first race 
you know, now if you would have gotten first, that would have been something to talk about. We would have had to talk about PDEs and steroids and all that other stuff and how you feel about that. <laughs> You're not doing that, are you? Absolutely not, no. Okay. Now, at the high school level, the other Charlotte, when we talked to her, she she snowboards and she she's at a national level competition. You're not into that yet. It's just school. I know you said that, but I just wanted to make sure. No, I'm not. I'm not into yeah. Okay. So you're you're just school. All right. See, and that's one of the things I want to talk about is the dip. Like I want. That's why I like talking to the kids because it's so different. Because like once you're a pro, you're a pro, and that's what you do. Uh, Brooke is here racing for school. Charlotte is racing not at school, but for you know, uh, national, regional, and national competitive. The boys, I forget what they're doing. I have to talk to them yet, and that's fine. Boys will be boys. But it's 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 a lot different. Do you think you could handle it? Are, like, would you be ready if you had the opportunity to go and say, "All right, I'm done with school. I'm going into a regional or national um, competition." Could you do it? Um, I could do it if it's just skiing. But like, if we're doing the same workouts that we did preseason, is it? I'm. I mean, like, I'll get pretty tired of it pretty quickly because, yeah same thing as school yeah see and that's what i mean like you get tired of it quickly do you you get tired of that but would you get tired of it as a whole and that's when it becomes a job like i do you think that would that would end it for you um that wouldn't end it for me if it's like the people would end it for me if they're being bratty or whatever well sure but but my school people my race team very nice. I, I love them. Good. And that's what we like to hear. I, I hope you I hope you all continue on and keep doing well and keep tearing up Berkshire East. It's a fantastic little place for anybody who's never been there. I've only been there once, but I had a lot of fun there. Um I will say my only my only uh criticism of that place is it's not signed very well. Your dad suggested <laughs> a bunch of trails that I don't think I ever found. Um I don't know. <laughs> So that's whatever, man. So your season's done. You've gone to softball. You're gonna sneak out for any more recreational? Sneak out for runs somewhere that's still open? Um, Berkshire East isn't open anymore, but you should totally go to Mount Snow. You should go to Mount Snow. I love Mount Snow. I've loved Mount Snow since I was a kid. Everybody who doesn't know, I worked at Mount Snow when I was a teenager. So there you go. And I have go a, ahead. I have another place. So um, this Talk, this your March time, I man. want. <laughs> This March I went to Canada. There's this uh -huh. mountain called Sutton. It's the best tree tree skiing you've ever done. You, everyone that's listening, go, go to Sutton. The best. Okay. Now I didn't realize that that I knew your dad went to Canada. I didn't know you went with him. Yeah, it was my um 13 year old birthday gift. No kidding. Awesome, and dude. So you got to go to Canada and you got <laughs> to tear it up. Now I saw the pictures, man. But we were we were down here before the the big last minute hit of snow that we all got here in New England. That place looked covered, dude. You had a lot of fun then. Yeah. The snow went up to my waist. Oh there my was God. a lot. Yeah, now how are you doing with that? You see the best tree skiing. You can actually do that tree skiing then. Yeah. The tree skiing there's like different levels there. So there's like a family zone and then there's like triple blacks. Okay, and which ones do you hang out on? All of them? All of them, yeah. Wow. See, <laughs> I I started going back into the trees this year, 
but they're very open, very beginner. I'm very scared of it. I didn't used to be. Didn't used to be. I am now. Um, and I can't imagine it doing it in waist-deep powder snow. Like, how strong are you? Because that powder snow, man, that, that could take some work. <laughs> that could take it out of you, man. Um, I say the powder, this, the reason why I'm doing pretty good in the powder snow is because what my um, race coach did uh, did for us during, like, practice season for dry land, the, the type of workouts he did was, like, all legs for our skiing. Okay. So I'm I'm just saying that the my coach really helped me out there. Awesome. So your 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 race training has helped improve your recreation as well then. Okay. That's amazing. And 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 you were there in Canada. Did you dig it? Did you learn any French? You were in Quebec. Bonjour. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember too. So well, I remember a couple things. I know how to read the signs that say north, south, east, and west. So that's all we got. Well, that's awesome. She's a racer and she can tan your hide in the trees. She can tan my hide in the trees. Absolutely. I think. Um, and that's great. And I, I, that's, dude, you know what I like about talking to you is that you have fun and Charlotte does too. And that's why I like talking to the kids, man. It's just fun for them. They're not you're getting into that age. Like by the time we do a program with 15 and 16 year olds and 17 year olds, that's when you start getting the arrogance. That's when you start getting the attitude. That's when you're starting to try to impress girls and impress boys and whatever you're doing. Look, if you could see the video, the way she's laughing and half turning red, I think she's already trying to impress boys. Awesome. Brian will have to talk about that. She's hiding her face. So, you know, I'm right. I don't I don't have my own kids, but I do know them. And like I said, I know my niece, I know my nephew, I know all my friends' kids, so I know how they think. Little brats all he is. But anyway, you know, that's when you start getting the attitude. The teens and the tweens are still out there having fun, and Brooke is still out there having fun, and she's in the trees. She's racing GS and slalom. Um, how about if since you're since you're killing it in the trees and you're doing well in GS and slalom, how about we are you gonna move on to um what is that? What is that big backcountry competition they got there? Just joined the World Cup circuit this past year. The, uh, uh, oh man. Well, this bit is ruined because I just blanked on the name of that thing. What the hell is that called? Pardon my language. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, the free ride, free ride, free ride world tour. That's it. What do you think? Could you do it to even know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. It's just a big mountain competition. Um, not trees, yeah. just out in the high countries and the steeps. What would you think about that? That will seem real fun. I, I would totally go. See, she would do that. Now, here's something I've heard about your father. He's a very aggressive skier and very good, but very aggressive. Okay. And are you are you picking up those habits? Um. Be honest. <laughs> I don't I'm just picking on you. Many ways he can say he was an aggressive skier, but. For the most part, no. No, good, good. You don't need to do that. You won't. You won't get into a. You won't get into a wreck with scooter. Almost. That's right. I heard that story, Brian. What up? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're having fun. You're racing. You're learning something, and you are learning something in your racing, right? You're learning a different style of That's skiing. It. You're learning discipline. You're learning all that good stuff, right? Yeah. 
Okay, good. That's that's for me. That's why I always say school sports are important, provided the kids are still learning something and she's learning a lot and she's learning a lot from family and she just she's a go getter and she goes and gets it. Brooke, anything else you want to get out there? Any shout outs, plugs, anything else? (laughs) Shout out to my ski team and my very cocky dad. (laughs) And there you have it from the mouth of the little one thank you brooke i really do appreciate you doing this again we'll we'll probably talk to you again next year you'll still be young so we can do that (laughs) awesome have a good evening you too bye so the kids the teen and tween episode continues now maybe it continues maybe it doesn't like i said during the girls interviews i ended up doing all the kids except for the brothers here separately I don't know what order I'm going to put them in on the episode. I don't know who you heard first, who you're going to hear last. And I don't put girls ahead of boys and I don't play favorites or nothing. I let the kids fight over which one's my favorite. At least my friend's kids do that. These kids don't do that. But enough clowning around. Aiden and Asher, how you doing, boys? Good. 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 Now, if you tuned in for the episode last year, these guys were on it uh, with their third brother who is not here because he's not racing, right? No, he does not race. He doesn't race. Not competitive at all. Is he still doing it recreationally? For fun? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, recreationally skis. Yes, he skis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does he still ski? Like... Is what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, good. He doesn't do more of competitive skiing. Cool. All right. So that's fine. That's why he's not here. It's not that we don't like the guy. It's just that we're being specific this season. Um, how you guys doing? Good. How's your season been, man? Good. It's been great. I mean, uh, Vermont and our Maine. We haven't really been to Vermont. We went to Stowe once, but okay. the stuff great. Really, have hasn't been its best here, but we've had a lots of good days. Yeah. Same with you, yep. Asher. <laughs> well, um, I was out for a little bit of the season because, um. I broke my ghost plates, what they, which they thought I did, but I ended up having a sprained ankle, which it was. Oh. So it was months, but it was pretty good. Besides those couple months. So, so they told you you were broken, but you were just sprained. Yeah. Interesting. So for those listening, again, we're using audio only this season. I just told the boys that if you've been listening to the Skierx Media podcast all season, you, you've known that I haven't really done a video thing this year. The deeper voice is Aiden, the higher voice is Asher, and that's because of their ages. One is getting into puberty, and one is not quite there yet. Um, Asher, age? Uh, 12. See, he's 12. Aiden? I'm 14. I turned 14 this January. Now, if you're a sick fan, you knew that because you did the math over last year, and you remember that. I didn't remember that. Like I said, these boys are growing up so fast. I actually skied with them like I have skied with Charlotte, which you may or may not have heard yet, depending on the order I put them in. I have skied with the boys, did not get to this year. But you guys got to go out with Scooter, though. That's pretty awesome. And we got out with Scoo. Yeah, so did I. Twice, actually. Uh, Once in Saskadena. Go ahead. He didn't actually get out to ski with Scooter this year. My dad did. We we did get to um, have dinner with him which was oh, fun, okay. but we actually did not get out to ski with them this year. Wow. Well, that's kind of a bummer. Um, for those, again, we all know who Scooter is here at Ski Rex Media, one of the charter fans, one of the originator fans, 
One of the old fans and I met up with him at Saskadena and his dad and Cannon as well, which is awesome if you've never been to Cannon. Yeah. I think you boys have been to Cannon, yeah? Yeah, we've been to Cannon lots. We used to go to Cannon when we were younger. We awesome. I'll go to Cannon this year. Cool. I like it. So here's what we're going to do. Since we got them both on the same mic because of technical issues, we're going to we're going to we're going to ask questions. We can all talk as we want, but I think we're going to try and do it. We'll go oldest first, then youngest. How's that work for you guys? Sounds good. Sounds good. Awesome. Okay. So first question, what kind of competitive skiing are you doing? Are you in school? Are you a travel or regional team? Are you and then your discipline, uh, Super G, Slalom, whatever, whatever it might be, go for it. Okay, so I skied for my school this year, and I did not ski race last year because of a broken leg, but I, a broken tibia, but I skied for my school this year. It was a lot of fun. And um, we didn't do any Super G. We just did GS and Slalom. Uh that was it. Nice. Asher? Um, I um, was doing Adaptive Race Team this year. Uh, next year, I'm going to school racing. Okay. So then what's the difference between what you are doing, one in school and one not? Like, is there a big difference? Is it just one's a travel team, one hangs out at the, at, at the same mountain over and over again? How does it work for you guys where you are? Um... In my opinion, I think it's the same t- t- same thing. It's basically sure. the same kids I raced against when I was race skiing with um, club, but just and we did travel. We traveled like to this probably the farthest place. We went around like Cranmore, Gunstock. We trained at King Pine. Love um, King Pine. Yeah, uh, we trained at King Pine. We went to. Went to quite a few mountains for our races, but I okay. think that was, yeah, um, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, same thing as Aiden said, just like I trained at Adatash in the beginning of the year for Adatash first team, we um, trained at Wildcat for, I think it's the first two weeks, but like it's basically the same thing. Fair enough. Now, I like that you bring up King Pine. I like King Pine. One of you two was at King Pine the same day I was, but I couldn't meet up with you guys or your dad because I was actually working. Yeah, I actually have to work doing this job once in a while, and it's it's kind of a bummer because I don't get to hang out with people all the time. I don't remember which one of you it was, though. Do you? It was, I was, I was, um, practice. I was, it was, I was at a practice for the school. I got there around, I think I got there at like 3.30. Yeah, it was something like that. Your dad said he was good. You were going to be there, and he's like, he's going to look for you. And I was like, well, I'm not hard to miss because I'm wearing my goofy I've Viz thing. You can't miss me. And yeah. I and I says, uh, you know, I'll meet up with. And I was going to meet up with your dad after, but he wasn't getting there till like six, and you guys weren't getting done till six. And by then, I was in the middle of the next part of the day, and I didn't get done with that day until like eight o'clock or so. So that was kind of a bummer. Nobody got to ski together. I my season was shot out, as we know. Didn't get as much time, but that's just me whining. I don't need to whine in front of the kids. How'd you guys do then? Like, all right, when we ask how you do, like, you know, do you, people will answer, oh, I got a lot of firsts, seconds, thirds, whatever. 
you guys are doing two different things, school and the club. How is there like scoring? Is there like not scoring? Is there a podium? How how does that work at your level? Um, Levels. I so my first race, I wiped out in GS, but I placed third in my slalom. Nice. But I think I ended up scoring like I think I, I was. I was the highest scorer on, or I was the second highest scorer on my school team. I was the second highest scorer on my school team. And I had a loss. I had, anytime I finished, I finished top five. Or I think I might have been just out of the top five in one of my races. Um, But in my state race, I fell. I fell both rounds. So that wasn't, but that was my state race. That was the one that mattered the most. But the conditions were like it was slushy. Okay. It was like forty degrees that day, so it ended up being Ugh. really was hard to ski on. Lots of people were falling. My other teammate fell, so we both didn't get any points in the state race. The only state that re- the only race that really mattered, and I didn't I didn't put up any. <laughs> so that was that was a bummer. But that's a wicked bummer. Yes. Asher, how'd you do? Uh, so. In the beginning of you, I kind of was like, I was doing, I was doing good, blah, blah, blah. and then throughout the year, somehow I just kind of went down into a downwards fall. Okay. Well, you can't win them all, and I hope you guys are learning that. And this is something I don't think I asked the girls. I, I forgot to, and I, I kind of feel stupid now. When I say something like, well, you can't win them all now, obviously... You know, we say it's not whether you win or lose, but how you play the game. And I always say that's about half right. Obviously, it's about how you play the game, but losing does happen. Uh, are you guys, are you both sportsmen or do you do you practice good sportsmanship or do you get mad and start cussing and throwing things and not get good sportsmanship? Or do they actually teach you that at either level? Oh, no. Yeah, they they they, they teach you throughout, throughout any sports in growing up. I might have like in little league baseball or something i might have gotten really mad and my coach was like no that's that's not the way you handle that kind of situation and uh yeah i've been frustrated uh after like falling in a ski race this year um but nothing nothing too bad i didn't have any like full-on rages about it good but, uh, uh yeah i didn't i said i'll i would say um Pretty good. I have pretty good sportsmanship. There you go. Good sportsmanlike conduct. How about you, little man? It's kind of the same thing for me. But, uh, like, in ski races, yeah, like, DNF or something, because I crashed. Um, sure. I'll get a little mad. I'm going, like, a little mad one time, and my coach is like, that won't fly, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, the ba- same thing, like, you get taught sportsmanship and stuff and to cheer on your team. Good. That's what I like to hear. I, I'm always worried because I've seen a couple of kids as I've run into various ski teams in the area and school teams, regional teams, travel teams. They all train at the local hills. And that's where I'm at is the local hills. And, you know, it, sometimes you see these kids, they don't. Sportsmanlike conduct is not a thing sometimes. And, I want to make sure at least the people I know are participating in the sportsmanship, getting having good sportsmanship, because that's something we're missing. 
and I want you I want you boys to follow it forever. Okay, good. That didn't land as well as I thought. I actually thought I was going to get a laugh on that. All right, that's fine. Um, so you guys did pretty well, which is good. Um, you handled it bad if you you handled it well if you did bad. That's good. What do you think about it though? In in the context of is it work or is it still fun? Like you guys are riding competitively, and like we said, it's not about whether you win or lose. Sometimes, but you do have to. You are trying to win, but has it become a job already? Like that's something I'd like to ask. Pro, I would love to ask a pro. Is it a job or is it still fun? Is it still fun for you? It's really fun to win, but it can be super stressful. Um, people don't see it as much. Like, uh, say Michaela Schiffrin takes a big fall. It's not that she's a bad skier. It's she has a lot of pressure on her. It's it's not always that you made a mistake. It's sometimes that you're either hyper-focused on one thing. Like, you can ski 70 days a year and have 30 days of training and just be so well in practice, ski so well in practice, and then you get up get to the race day and you fall. You fall three gates in. And that can be really frustrating. And getting up to the gate, I kind of have, uh, I, I got better over the season at, cal- uh, like, being calm into the course. Because that's, like, it's total game changer. Like, my first race, I, um, I, I DNF'd my first run, but I ended up coming back first place. I'm at fourth place. But sure. second, my second one, I went in it into it calmer. And I ended up placing second. This was this year. And it was just like, I just performed way, way better when I didn't put pressure on myself. Sure. Um, And yeah, definitely. It's still very fun and it's not, it's not like a job. No, I wouldn't say that. Good, good. Asher, what do you think? Is it still Uh, fun for you or, uh. And I hope oh. it is, since you're so young. I hope you're not jaded yet. Yeah, it's def- It's super, super fun. Um, it's definitely something I want to be super good at, so it's somewhat like a job, I guess. But I still take it as something to have fun with, but be serious about. Sure. Like, he's, and I'm just saying, like, you can still... You can have fun, but take it serious. Just because... You having fun doesn't mean you don't take it too. Me, I don't know. No, you're right. Absolutely, you you you're out there. You're having a good time, of course. But you're you're focused. You're in it. You're taking it seriously. You're doing the job, uh, job figuratively, not uh, literally. Obviously, these kids aren't getting paid. I hope, and because um, that would be weird. And you know, if as long as you're having fun and you you haven't lost the thrill, because. I, one of the things I'm worried about, and I don't know if you would ever think about this um, with competitors from all levels, whether you're just a couple of kids getting started to Michaela Schifrin, whom you mentioned, the 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 pros pro, if you will, um, you know, is it going to ruin your recreational skiing? But it doesn't, does it? You guys still go out whenever you can, right? You know, you're doing well. You have your your um, <clears throat> your competitive ski life. And does that affect your recreational life? Do you do better? Do you do worse? Do you start to hate it? Do you not want a recreational anymore? You just want to be racing. That kind of thing. Like, how does how does one play off the other? Or does it not at all? And I'm just full of it. I can say that 
I when I'm when I was in the ski racing um season and I just wanted to get better. I just wanted to practice as much as I could. Yeah, I would want I wanted to ski race more than I wanted to just go out and free ski. Sure. Um but yeah, I yeah, that's probably that's the case. <laughs> that that I would rather ski race than free ski. And that's what I was getting at, which yeah. that would have been the easier question. Which do you prefer? Asher, which do you prefer? It's like I prefer ski racing because it gives me something to like kind of do. I don't know. I really prefer ski racing more, but it doesn't affect with my recreational skiing at all, really. That's cool. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I in that when I'm all I can say is when I'm in the season, I would rather ski race. But sure. when I'm having fun, I just yeah. go explore and go ski woods and yeah, it's... fair enough. How did, how did, how does competitive life uh, fit in with everything else? Do you have time for it? Do you ever feel like it's too much? Do you feel like, geez, I gotta do homework, and or do you feel like, gee, I gotta do homework, but I don't care. I'm gonna go ski racing. Oh, uh, mine didn't take away any time this year because I just went during weekdays, two weekdays out of the school week. Sure. Uh, definitely took up time. Of doing homework, which I'm not even the best at doing anyway. I usually, it's hard making time <laughs> for it when I'm just trying to, like, have fun, I guess. Sure. But, yeah, it it can, it's, no, I've never found it, like, stressful or That's good. taking up too much of my own time. Fair enough. What about you, man? Uh, well, I'm, I'm on, um... At a tash. So it's, that's one thing that's a bit different because we're there on every two days of the weekend, every weekend, mm-hmm. until we can't ski race anymore. So sometimes it gets like a little too much, but it's totally worth it. Okay. It doesn't really affect me that much because um, the teachers I have didn't really give me homework. Mm hmm. Us will like doing a test soon, but like we don't really get homework, so it doesn't really affect anything. Okay, fair enough. So, since you guys are at two different levels, still very young, what do you think? Are you going to continue? Is it just going to go to high school? Or are we going to try and do this collegiate? Do we think we want to go pro? I know you guys are young, but what do you think? Um, I I would definitely like to. Um, ski race all throughout high school, but yes. what I am, um, I don't see anything that makes me want to quit. If I do end up being uh good and getting scholarships for places, maybe I'll go collegiate. Collegiate, but if I don't have anything like, I don't know. That's that's pretty far in the future. But all I can yeah. say, I'm definitely gonna proceed with it throughout high school. There you go. That's good. Stay. Keep what's in front of you, and that's what's in front about front of you, Asher. What about you? Um, I I don't really see myself really going pro well in the future. I mean, I would love to, but I honestly don't. And I'm probably gonna ski through a, a high school. And same thing as Aiden. Like, if I get a scholarship, I 
might follow through with matters, like, depends on if I can follow through. But, yeah, sure. there's nothing stopping me, really, from going into through high school. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, these kids, just like the other kids, are, are looking to go and be on their school ski team for as long as they can and then go pro, maybe. And that is right where they should be. I would be afraid if a kid was so super confident and was decided right now, this is what I'm doing. I don't know how I would feel about that. Guys, anything else we should cover before we go? Um, I do I do want to move to uh, west, somewhere out west in the future of maybe don't go to college and move out west and get a job at a ski a ski resort or make a career in the skiing industry like yourself. Sure. Uh, but yeah. Uh I could respect that. I, 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 that's what I did right out of high school. I was, I stayed at the mountain. I worked at through high school and kept going for a while. And then a few years out of that, and here I am today. Isn't that great? Doing yeah. media and journalism and all that good stuff. And I suggest it to anyone. Um, the ski industry is a wonderful place. Doesn't matter where you are. Um, and working at a mountain is fun. Um, you guys aren't old enough to work yet. I don't think legally oh, anyway i'm gonna go the work at Adatash next season okay and that's what you're thinking that's what you're gonna do you think yep i'm old enough to do it awesome what department um lessons oh really you could teach at that age yep once you're 14 i didn't know that how, how do they get away with that that's got to be like an insurance problem i would think um, no, I think you have to be with an older instructor. I don't know all the um details about it. Okay. But I know I know people who are doing it in their in their freshman year or fourteen. Awesome. And I, I would assume you teach other kids at that point. Then, yeah. Yes, probably. Okay. I I don't know if I mean as an adult, if you if you saw me doing something terrible and you could correct it, which you didn't at Jay, but that's fine. Um, nobody did. And we all got separated anyway. Um, still tell that story. And, and I love that story. And, uh, but I wouldn't care if you told me, I was like, you said, dude, you're doing this. What, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. What am I doing? I don't know how to ski. Like I'm okay, but I'm not great. I, yeah, I was having trouble keeping up with you two guys. Do you remember that? You were both bombing that place all, all, all over. I couldn't keep up. It was awful. I. I didn't know Jay at that point. I've at I had only been once during the vertical challenge. Yep. Uh when the weather was terrible. So I had yep. gone out one of the like four days that I was there because I had won the vertical challenge at King Pine. Okay. And get free tickets to go to Jay and you get mm -hmm. discounted housing and you get all these like little sponsor toys and stuff. Ooh, I nice. guess sense um okay. but that was really fun besides i had never been there to jay before then but awesome separated into until lunch we got separated and i i can't remember what happened after that but i remember what happened after that i, I remember got... i was blown <laughs> <laughs> i do remember what happened after that that was a big group that was a big group um, and all but two went and did a tree run. That was all you guys. I went around 
to the tram side and you all took a wrong turn and then you took a second wrong turn. And I was like, haha, I'm going to meet up with them where they took their wrong turn. And then you took the right turn and went up to tram. And that's okay. That these things happen. It's like, like we don't have cell phones and we couldn't find each other if we wanted to. Well, very good boys. Asher, anything else before we go? Uh, not much. No. <laughs> well, they're both racing. They're both enjoying it. They're both doing well. They both know what to do if they don't do well, which is good. And they're still out there having fun and skiing with their dad. Shout out to their dad, whom uh, I, I enjoy. Um, and I enjoyed skiing with and enjoy talking to when I can. Thank you, boys. I do appreciate it. Keep going. We'll see you probably next season because here in the East, we're out of season. We're done. You guys yep. are probably having a big melt, too, I would assume. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we're we're done. Even for the people who are going uphill, you go to Tuckerman's, but, you know, that's that we're getting down. Or you go to Killington, I guess. Well, there's still a few places open here in the beginning of April, but whatever. All right, boys, I thank you. The populace thanks you. All the kids are done. I hope you all enjoyed the kids or continue to enjoy the kids. Again, I don't know which order I'm putting them in. We'll find out when the thing airs. Any shout-outs for anybody, boys? Um, The main skiing sponsor, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the greatest ski sponsor there ever was. All right, so shout-out to Dad, and uh, thank you, boys. I appreciate it. So this next kiddo we have on, on the program, and now I'm going to level with the listeners of Ski Rex Media. I have no idea what order you're going to hear these in. I'm, I'm recording all the kids separately. I have no idea. Break the fourth wall. It doesn't matter. You know me. I don't care. But this next kid is one uh, of all the kids is one of the other ones that I have ridden with, though I was skiing. She was not. She was on a snowboard. Now, if you remember, uh, Charlotte, what was that? In January? I think so. I think it was in January. We were all at Gunstock and King Pine. Do you all remember that? The listeners, do you, you remember when I was doing that and did the whole bit? Well, Charlotte was there with her mom, Karen. Um, that's right. Her mom is a Karen in the most literal sense. Seriously. Uh, seriously. And, and she is a <laughs> wonderful person. She let us do this today. Charlotte, how are you? I am doing good. How about you? I am doing excellent. Uh, you seem happy, and that's awesome. It's been I haven't seen her since January. haven't talked to her since January, but that's okay. Um, now, this child also competitive, rides competitively. And when I say ride, what's the difference, Charlotte, between what I was riding and what you were riding? Uh, so skis are apart and snowboard is together? I don't know. Wait. <laughs> I had skis, but she had snow a snowboard. That's the difference here. She snowboards. The other kids ski. She snowboards. I ski. She still right. snowboards, and so does her whole family, which is kind of awesome. But I don't yeah. throw hate. We we had a good time that weekend, right? Tell 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 the people. Yeah, we had a good time. It was pretty fun. My uh, I think yeah, Gunstock got a lot of powder. It did. When there, it got like a foot or a couple, like a lot more than five inches. But it was very nice. It was. I think by the end of that day, they topped out at about. 11 or, or or a full foot maybe i don't remember um it was all the beginning of the winter part two or three whatever we got here in the northeast um i think it might even snow this weekend which is kind of odd but doesn't matter we were all there we rode powder she's very good so good that she rides competitively now charlotte let let's get into that you ride competitively tell us about what that's like the disciplines that you ride i think you ride uh 
What do you do? Slaloms, border cross? I forget. Go ahead. I do slalom, border cross, rail jam, slope style, and giant slalom. So all five things the cat skills can do. Yeah, and she does ride out of the cat skills. You're at Hunter quite a bit and some of the other surrounding yeah. places, right? Hunter and Wyndham are Hunter the main places that we ride. Excellent. So you all people have all heard of that, Hunter and Wyndham. Um, I enjoy Hunter myself. I've been there before. I do like it. Uh, I love the Catskills. My family's from the Catskills. Come on, man. Um, so now that's a lot of different disciplines for a kid. Now that'd be a lot for an adult. So how how does it play out being a little kid? You're 11 still, right? Your birthday hasn't come and gone, has it? Yeah, no. No, okay, so my birthday's in August. So oh, Okay, so there you go. So she's one of the tweens. She's not even a teen yet. She's only 11. Um, so what is that like, man, having to do all this just go ahead. Tell us tell us about a day in your life, how you I, feel. On an average weekend, I spend about eight hours in a car. Awesome. So. I love that. <laughs> and um, it depends on where we are, because sometimes we go to Mount Snow. Like, we travel all around. It's not just a, it's not, I'm on a team, so it's not just a team that's one place. It's based on all around. Mount Snow, Okemo, Wyndham, Hunter, Belair. Uh, but it's definitely something. <laughs> Being like at every competition every weekend. And I've realized that at school I wake up at 7.30. Mm -hmm. And for snowboarding I wake up at 6. So I realized that I wake up earlier on the weekends and on the weekdays. <laughs> So while all, while all your friends are at home sleeping till noon, you're already in the car on your way to wherever and a lot of places. She just named it New York and Vermont mostly. And so you're a regional competitor. You're all over the place then. Yeah. Awesome. So you at least get to sleep in the car. I hope that that would be a good thing. So you're up well, early. Really. Once I'm no. up, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I get that. That's That's how I am too. But. So you, 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 um, you're, you're traveling all over the place. You're, and again, for us adults, it's one thing, but for a kid, do you ever feel like it's too much? You ever feel like it's nuts? Do you ever whine at your mom? Oh, I went all the time with my mom to like everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I gotta be completely honest here. I whine well, all the is. time. Uh, but I haven't really, only when I'm hungry. Only that, when she's that, hungry. Only when I'm hungry. Really, for snowboarding, I know it's something like I've been I've invested into and stuff like that. Like, and uh, my parents know that I know that what what we do and how lucky I am. Um, but I only really whine when I'm hungry for snowboarding. But everything else. That's a different thing. <laughs> I'm different when I'm hungry. <laughs> so there you go. There's a little inside for you. The kid turns into a monster when she hasn't had something to eat for breakfast. That's pretty brutal, dude. Oh, I barely eat for breakfast, too. I barely eat in general. Dude, then how can you whine when you're hungry if you don't eat anyway? Actually, you're right. I saw you. You were eating like a dang eight-year-old when we were all up in New Hampshire, man. Yeah. Mad. I get hungry during dinner, and I'm like... We either eat at five or I scream and whine. Okay, fair enough. And that almost and, rhymes, though. There you go. It almost does. Almost. I that. 
So beyond that, then it seems like that all that aside, it's worth it. You seem to enjoy it. You you, you had a great time when we were up there. Um, very free spirited rider. Um, very animated rider when you're just riding recreationally. Uh, I saw this kid. I was just kind of cruising down behind her, and we're on a flat, and she's pulling on a rope to move herself that wasn't there. It's was oh, very yeah, bizarre. Invisible rope. Um, it was really cool, really funny. Um, but do you have that kind of fun when you're comp competing, or is that just all business? Well, when I'm competing before the race, if I sure. do need to practice on something, I will. But otherwise, I'm just laying there and being stupid. Laying there being stupid. What does that mean, dude? <laughs> just like... Just like uh, talking to my friends and then just basically just running around like a five-year-old. Okay. Fair enough. So all the tweens are being like kindergartners. Good. Well, Love not it. everyone. Mostly me. <laughs> oh, just you. I kind of could see that. Um, you're definitely a ham. <laughs> she, if, if you go back, go ahead back. Maybe I'll link them in the show description. If you go look at a couple of those pictures... It's not because she's the only child in them from King Pine and Gunstock. It's not because she's the shortest one. She's just the hammiest one, and that's what she does. And it's a lot of fun. So um, back to competition, you know, you do all these different disciplines. Which one do you prefer? Like, if you had to pick one, which one would it be? Border cross. Border cross. Why is that? Because it's a mix of everything. It's a mix of slalom. And a little bit of slope style because you got little jumps you got to go off of and then little uh, bumps and stuff. Sure. So it's like a mix. It's it's like a race when you're in a park, but no rails. Gotcha. Could you ride a rail if you wanted to? Oh, yeah. I do 180s off of them daily. She says that like it's nothing. If I go jump on a rail now, I'll die. It's not good. So border cross is your favorite, but why, why, be, why compete anyway? Like why as a kid, did you, did you want to start competitive, not just riding recreational with your parents, wherever they're going, but you know, why, why compete? Why say, all right, I want to do this. So I never knew about competing until about like three years ago when I was with, I was at a Pat's Peak or Greek Peak mm -hmm. and, um, I was with a coach and he was, and, and he was like to my mom, he's like, there's like this organization called USASA and I think she's really good. And then my mom started to look it up and she was like, oh, look at this. And then I got into border cross a year ago and then I went to nationals for it. And then I just found my love for competing. Very Plus, nice. I also did, uh, I also bike race. So I was bike racing and I already knew my, like, I already knew behind competing. So it was, it was like nothing new for me except it was on a snowboard. Sure. All right. So now you, you bike race, you snowboard race, compete in both, whatever it is. You have six tons of extracurriculars at school, as I recall. You're like in the drama club or, or in a class. Yeah, and not, not anymore. That, the play's over. That's over. Okay. Um, a few other things. Do you, how, how, do you, how do you have time? Like kids like to have time to just be dumb kids, which is fine because you are just dumb kids and that's great and how do you find time for that now that you're trying to compete which will lead into my next question uh so 
whenever I have time. I don't find, I, I, I don't go, I don't like try and get time. I, I'm just, whenever I have time. And it's also the fact that I'm always goofing off. I pay attention in class, but like when you're allowed to do something, uh, like not working on a work or project or anything, uh, I, I'm always goofing off because. <laughs> <laughs> so you put yourself into this 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 situation where you have to be a hard worker. You got school, your extracurriculars from school, bikes, boards, all this stuff, and yet you're goofing off at the same time. That's what you're mm -hmm. saying. Yes. I don't get how these kids do it, dude. I, I got to be focused. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, well, that does lead into my next question that if you're taking the time to do this now, and even though you're 11, you're, you're a little kid, you have so long to go. Is this something you think now that you want to continue through your teens into your adults, maybe go pro, or is this just for now? You'll get through college and say, screw it. I'm going to go do a regular uh, job. If I can, I'm going to stick to this as much as possible. Even though I'm a little kid, I'm like, I kind of want to do marketing when I'm older so I can kind of work for the brands and still snowboard and do that type of fun stuff. Gotcha. Um, but I definitely see snowboarding as something I can do in the future. Nice. And you want to do. I want to do, definitely. You do. Very good. Now, the season's almost over um, for everyone. Recreational, for competitive. Here in the East, you know, there's almost done. So what do you got going on then for the rest of the season? Like, what have you done so far this year? Like, just, just for this season, just to give the people a rundown what a kid's competitive schedule looks like, especially like yours. Uh, So first, it's like, so December is when you, I first meet up with my team. Sure. And, and it was the, and it, I think it's December when we first start doing the team meetings and then team riding sure so then you practice and then once the races come in every weekend you're at a different mountain unless unless it's like windum for this windum for this so it's like rail jam slope style and the next weekend it's like windum and windum but sure. mostly you're at windum windum hunter bel-air hunter like it it's mixed up and it's definitely like a rundown for your money. <laughs> if you don't think you're gonna be able to stay in this, I I don't recommend trying. Like, sure. Like, if you don't think you're gonna actually think of this as competitive, or you don't think that you're gonna go come far in this, uh, I would say try it, but don't really invest in it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, you say that as a child because that's not something a kid usually comes up with. That's something their parent has to decide for them. Very good, very mature, I would say. So look at you, a goof off and mature all in one, as a straight conundrum. So, <laughs> but part of that is that you're busy, busy, busy. You're here, you're there, you're everywhere for competition. You're here for practices. You're here for training, whatever. Do they have you doing other training off mountain? Like, do they put the kids in the gym and stuff too? Like, are you pressing? No, but I did get a voodoo board, and it's like a board with three different things, and it's kind of free, like whatever this thing is. <laughs> um, and your board, and it's like a tiny skateboard-sized thing, 
Yeah. And it's shaped like a snowboard or a skateboard or whatever you do. And you plop it on the rollers and then you can let's go side to side, forwards, practice your one eighties, do that. But I use it but not as much as my parents would like me to. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to practice more if you're going to yeah. do this. So you're a hard worker, but even you have limits. Got it. <laughs> So then what's next, man? If the season's almost done, I know that you're going out west eventually here. We don't have to say exactly when, just that you are or did, depending on when this comes out. Again, I haven't recorded the other kids yet, so I have no idea what's going on, dude. Um, but you are coming up to something kind of big, yes? Yes. Okay, what is that? Uh, nationals for uh, uh, Border Cross and Giant Slalom. I made it for every single thing. I made it for everything i competed in but i picked border cross and slalom so i can have some time with my family on other mountains in colorado very good so now you're now national level so that that's a big yeah. deal man so how do you get to that point like so you're competing you're competing all over the catskills all over new england all over the place how do you how does it how does that work out that you they that you want to not like how'd you get there how did it how does it work tell us how it works because I don't uh, know how it works. First, if you have very competitive people in your race, uh, I would say if you really want to guarantee making it, you have to get at least three wins or anything. Sure. But uh, for anything, basically. Mm -hmm. And then it all depends on points or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can get four second places but they only count your three highest top scores gotcha um so you can get like a second second first first and they'll count two first and one second Got and it. the more people you have in your race uh they add 10 points every person you have in your race to like each thing so like huh. well, what's the default points it's 10 10 for first place if it's by yourself then if there's two people, it's ten twenty. Yeah. Three people's ten thirty, and then just keeps going up for every person to edit. Okay, that's pretty complicated. I'm glad there's point keepers and scorekeepers and everybody. Yeah, I really am because I have no idea how any of that works. So you get to go to the nationals. You've made that. You've you've beaten the scores. You've gotten everything together. What's that? What is that going to be like? Like that's, you know, you don't know these people. You've probably never ridden against or with a lot of them. I'd say if it's nationals, it's kids from all over the place. What 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 are you looking at going into that? How how are you going to handle it? Um, it depends. Sometimes I just wing it. Just wing it. Sometimes. Just, uh, sometimes. I appreciate that. That's what I do on a daily basis. That's how uh, I work this program. I'm just winging. I don't plan for anything. You can go ahead, dude. I, I practice every weekend with the team, obviously, like I've said. Yeah. And then, um, and then, oh my god, and then yeah. after I practice, usually, I, I, um, <laughs> I practice, and then with the team, we discuss how we can get better. And how it can drive, and how we can drive more, and how we can put all our focus onto what we're competing in. 
Very good. So you are taking it seriously for the goof-off that you admitted to being. I didn't say that, remember, everybody. She admitted it. She's a goof-off. You still take it very seriously, and you're going to be taking it seriously. Yes. Almost like you were a pro. So if you're acting like a pro, which pros do you watch, or do you even care about that stuff? (laughs) I don't really watch it unless I'm on the couch and I'm like on my phone and then I look up and my dad's playing something on the TV and then I watch it. Uh, I've seen some of the Clary, uh, the Kelly Clark stuff. Okay. And, um, some of that. And then I think I've seen, I think I've seen, uh, let me, let me think back. Sure. Go ahead. You think, and I'll tell a quick story. I met Kelly Clark long before anybody knew who she was. So that's really the story. <laughs> like, we knew she was a good rider when she was a kid. We didn't realize she was going to go on to be the greatest. So who knows? But uh, she she's from the same part of Vermont that we all grew up in. So there you go. There's my Kelly Clark story. It's not a good one, but it's an, it's an okay one. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking because I can't put my thing on it. Um, I said I'd help you out, but I don't know the names of anybody anymore. If it's not Kelly Clark, uh, who else is racing right now? Lindsay Jacobellis uh, is still out there. Um, <laughs> who else out there still? I can't even remember. That's all right. It doesn't matter to me. They're all wonderful riders, uh, and I'm sure they're great. Did you come up with it? Danny Davis. Danny Davis. Okay. There's a name. I don't think I know that name. But again, there's so many. Here's the problem with competitive snow sports. I'm going on a little adult rant here. Hold hold the hold the phone, kids. So oh, happens all the time. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's awful. And I'm awful with it. it yeah, no, there the problem with snow sports, it's uh, there's so many people. And then if you try to follow every discipline, you're now trying to remember a thousand names. It's not the starting lineup for the Bulls. It's a thousand different people. And I can't remember their names and neither can Charlotte, and that's fine. But you do have a few that you see, you watch, you kind of keep an eye on, see what they're doing, I would assume. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's good. That way you know what to do, what to look forward to. You ever actually get to talk to any of these pros in your competitions? Do like they ever show up and be like, hi, kids, we're whomever? No. Definitely. No? Definitely not. I mean, that's I have someone on my team. Okay. Uh, He's been to the X Games, and okay. uh, he's he's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so he's really good, and um, then no, no, it's never, never, nope. never has happened. Not nope. from the time I've been competing, it's never happened. Uh, we gotta have to change that. Um, some people, it's not a big deal. For me, I've shaken a few hands. Whatever. I haven't like I, shaken anyone's hands. You need to learn how to shake hands. It's a skill a lot of young kids don't I have don't anymore. I don't to shake Whoa, wait, this practice now, ready? Yeah, what, through the computer, dude? Yes, yes, yes. All right, does he? And you got to grip it tight in the, okay. you know, 
Okay. That's what you gotta do. All right, okay. God. Teach me, teach me real quick. Come on. I t I just taught you. That's what you gotta do. You where's my camera? See you, you and you lock it in right there. See okay. that? And then the grip around, and then up and down. You don't have to get weird with it. It's just you know a quick couple. And how you doing? You see? All right, another adult rant. Kids, learn your handshakes, not just for I meeting famous people. All right, it's got to be tight, and it's got to be respectable or respectful. Something I don't know. <laughs> so you haven't gotten to hang out with a lot of pros. You should probably drag your parents up to Boston in November for Snowbound, where there's pros of all kinds. And I'll be there again this year as another media partner, as I was last year. It'd be a lot of fun, and that'd be fun if you all come up. So anything else you want to get out there, being a young competitor right now, um, you know, anything I didn't bring up, you know, something, some tricks, some tips, some tricks, you know, you could tell the young kids, like, if you want to be a kid competitor, do it, because you're doing it. Not to say that you shouldn't be. I'm saying that it's something that's worth going after if you really want yeah. to. So when you're practicing a trick, everyone can land a trick they're practicing on. But if you tell yourself you can't, or you can't do it, I can't land it, then you're just going to think you can't land it, and then you're not never going to land it. You sure. gotta like you gotta tell yourself, I'm gonna land this today, tomorrow, or whenever. Okay. So stay positive and know you can do it. Don't be a defeatist. Yeah. Excellent. So that there you go. From the mouth of a child, Charlotte's telling you how to do it and how to get it done. That's her advice. Very cool kid. Again, we had a lot of fun. Uh we got to chat a bunch. She she's one of she's the biggest fan of the high vis vest. Bottom line. Yes, yellow vest man. Yeah, she loves it. Um, as does a lot of as do a lot of people. So that's great. Well, thank you, Charlotte, for doing this. I do appreciate it. I know you're busy. I know that you have things going on, being a superstar. And we'll we'll find out where she lands at nationals, and then I'll put it all over Ski Rex Media so everybody knows. How's that sound? Uh oh. All right, then I'm better place. Hi. I would like to. Do you think you're going to do well, or do you not think I about really that? I really want to get in the top tens, and if I accomplish that goal, I know I'm like really set. Right now, for a giant slalom, I mm -hmm. am third in the country right now. Wow, you're number three overall. Yeah, right now though, in time. Even so, that's awesome, dude. Like that's really good. And people are in hard boots, and I'm in um. Uh, hand me down snowboard. Wow. Holy crap, dude. So she's just running secondhand gear and still destroying. Awesome. Well, then good. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope you do well at nationals. We'll take a look and see where you land uh, when you get there and uh, have a good evening and a good trip and everything else, dude. Thank okay? you. You're okay. welcome. And now we either go on to the next kid or I'm going to go into my closing. I don't know because I recording them all out of order so i don't know but thank you kid and we'll talk to you all we'll talk to you soon and we're gonna move on with the ski rex media podcast now and there you have it everyone the teen and tween fans and participants of ski rex media charlotte aiden and asher and brooke that's right i just said their names in the reverse order of how they appeared but that's okay again i don't put one ahead of the other i don't play favorites i don't do any of that stuff those kids are great i really enjoy talking to them and they're a lot of fun and i hope i get to see them and talk to them again and i hope i get to see and talk to their parents again i have a lot of fun with them too uh, as i've said brian has been on the show i've skied with the boy's dad i've skied with charlotte's mom so i actually know these people a little bit right right thank you for listening to the whole 
thing. I'd really do appreciate that. I hope you're ready for the next one. I'm not 100% sure what the next one's going to be, but I am going to tell you this. It's coming close to the end of the season finale. It's the season finale of the Ski Rex Media Podcast, season four. I am going to be doing a program during the summer, I think. And it's not the darker side of Ski Rex Media, the Patreon exclusive program. In fact, I've, I've canceled the darker side of ski rex media patreon program i didn't like it i don't know if the patrons did really all that much either it it just didn't come out to what it was supposed to be but i'd like to keep a ski rex media podcast program going it's probably not going to be weekly it's probably going to be bi-weekly i'm going to still have some guests but i have a few things i want to try out but before we get there we have to get through the season finale and now the season finale for the longtime listeners you know that i usually have a group thing it's a group at the beginning of the season and a group at the end i think i want to do another group program i do for this season finale but here's what i'm considering it's going to be a little bit of an experiment I am going to put out the URL for the call, for the group call. It's a video call. Obviously, I don't use the video, but I use this service to record you know, these podcasts with the guests. I don't use the video, but I'm thinking about putting it out there and just letting people call in. I'll have my group. We'll talk for a bit. It'll be a lot of fun. And then we'll just start getting random people in. I'll put it out there. I'll tell you when we're doing it. You know, I'll pick a time frame for an hour or two, maybe three, depending on what we're doing. And we'll see. We'll see how that works. I don't know. Let me know if you like that idea. If not, if you think it's stupid, you could tell me that too. So tell me if you like the idea. Tell me if you hate the idea. By the time this is out, I'm probably going to put it out on social media as well, the idea. And maybe we'll see what kind of feedback we get. But either way, I'm probably going to be doing the group experience and it should be a lot of fun. Right? Right. Again, thank you for listening to this episode, the teen and tweet episode. They really get a kick out of recording it. I get a kick out of recording it with them. I think it's interesting. I think there's some insight into what it's like to be a kid in our industry. And I hope you really enjoyed it too. And now on to the shameless plugs. Mackenzie, do your job. Thank you, Tim. Of course, we do hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Ski Rex Media Podcast. If you are new to the program, thank you for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe or follow on your favourite podcasting app. You can find us on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon, and so many other places, including YouTube. Please rate the program if your app of choice allows it. We've had five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Check out Ski Rex Media on our website at skirexmedia.com where you can also find links for our partners Whaleback Mountain and St. Custom Skis and Snowboards, as well as links to Ski Rex Media's social pages. Follow us there as well. There are just so many places to follow Ski Rex Media, and we hope that you pick a few. Again, thank you for listening to the episode, and we'll see you on the next one, and out in the mountains. Cheers! Cheers!